Welcome to Peculiar Objects, the only 90s podcast that used up all three lifelines on the very first question we just asked them and still managed to win a million dollars. I'm a dentist from Ohio hoping to have the fastest fingers so I can have a chance to sit in the hot spot, Anthony Moore. With me are two contestants Regis has handpicked who hope to get a chance at the million. Hi everybody, I am your uh, regional Pokemon card game champion, hoping against all hope that Albertson still has a box of that special Millennium Edition Cheerios in stock. Uh, old CW Hills, and I am here playing Kit Russell, Junior Lawman, and his dog Cat. And I am one former co-host, Kathy Lee Grifford, just trying to win yep. her retirement plan through who wants to be a millionaire and is failing very sadly. <laughs> I am Adi Oddwards, uh, and my name is Nigel Collins, and I'm very excited about Anthony's facts that he's going to be coming up with. Good. Let's go. Was, me too. That, that was, that was definitely a solid, like, C plus opening from you, Nigel. Like, definitely, yeah! like, middle of the road opening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I got confused about the contestant part, so. <laughs> this is, this is Peculiar Objects, as you all know. Our goal is to recreate every single one of your favorite, uh, 90s and sometimes 80s kids shows, uh, that you were fondly yeah. remember. Movies like, and I actually have a kids on bike adventure from the 90s this time. Really? The Paper Brigade. What? The Paper Brigade. Nice. About newspaper boys, uh, from uh-huh. the 90s that solve crimes and have adventures. Nice. Um, do they also sell papes? Yeah, but they're not newsies. Wow. Well, they don't sell papes because this is at a point in time when they're not newsboys. They're just paper delivery boys. Mm. I see. They're just pitching papes. Uh, movies like Hocus Pocus, maybe. Yeah. Hocus yeah. Hocus Pocus. Absolutely a kids on bike adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Movies like uh, Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Count it. I'll count it. Let's do it. Anyways. Thank you. Uh, this oh, is, you're so kind. Uh... <laughs> This is Nigel and Casey. Their goal is to solve the mysteries and wonders of Spencer's Folly in a post-industrialized yeah, in society uh, where everything is changing and they're not yeah. actually in the time they are from. Can I get a job in a factory? <laughs> uh, I still need to come up with a very clever opening like Nigel has, but I'm too lazy to write it. So That's okay. uh, instead yeah. of giving you a clever opening, I'm just going to give you time to listen to the podcast over again. Because it's COVID still. You you have nothing else to do with your life. Go listen to our podcast. We'll give you time. Mean but fair. And it turns out the carrot was in his, was in his own box the whole time. The what? That's, <laughs> oh my god. I just never no. saw that coming. That was amazing. Sure. It doesn't. It was pretty great. All right. So a brief overview of last episode. Uh, Adi and Kit discover themselves in a town that is definitely the same town they came out in. Uh, they left earlier that day, but definitely looks different that night. Uh, they get taken to the hospital where nobody tells them jack shit, which seems to be a recurring theme in this town for children in this Honestly. town. Eventually, they uh, gain an audience with the current Marshal of Spencer's Folly, Kit Russell, Marshal of Spencer's Folly, uh, and we left them off with that awkward exchange as Kit discovers that he is not the only Kit, nor the only Marshal of Spencer's Folly. And we begin with Chapter 2, <laughs> The Life and Times of One Kit Russell, Marshal of Spencer's Folly. <laughs> The cult killings were over. K.R., Jamal, and DeSoto had solved the case through what felt like stupidity, dumb luck, and random happenstance. None of the three had ever fully grasped the full extent of what had happened until it was all over. Nevertheless, the three of them were celebrated as heroes throughout the town. For K.R., that meant getting the support and recognition that he had always been desperate for since he was a child. No longer was he the boy detective, too juvenile to take on a serious case. He was now K.R., the crack reporter who took down a cult. Soon, he was busy as ever working as a private detective after school. He was happy that people trusted him, but he soon realized how empty that career was. 
No matter what the case he solved, he never felt like he had any pick impact on the larger picture in town. No matter what he did or what happened, the town inched forward, the burgeoning presence of modernization spreading like a cancer from within. He kept his mouth shut, waiting for June 25th, the day of his 18th birthday, and the day that all of his questions would finally be answered. At midnight on that day, his dad knocked on his door. It's time, his dad said, as he led K.R. down to the living room where his mom and uncle sat. They freely offered as much information about the town as they could think of, about the true nature of its founding, about the purposes of the organizations, about the evils that not only lurk inside the forest, but also inside the town. His dad and uncle seemed to freely answer any question he had, and K.R. had no problem believing it to be the truth. His mom, though. K.R. had been lied to by enough parents to know when a lie was staring him in the face. His mom was not being truthful about the nature of the PTA, which had grown in power considerably in the aftermath of Suckfest 1980X, as K.R. and Jamal called it. Though, whether his mom li- mom's lies were from ignorance or deception was something for another day. At the end of what seemed like a four-hour conversation, his parents offered him membership in both the Bobs and the PTA. K.R. needed time to process the information he had just received before he could make his decision. When he went back to his room to sleep, he saw a note slide under his door. Marshall Station, midnight, in his uncle's hand. So that night, he snuck out of his house and visited his uncle at the Marshall Station. Your parents did a good job of telling you the information that was available to them. But they don't know the full extent of the story, Marshall Redwood told K.R. as he entered into the office. While you're free to join the Bobs or the PTA if you want, there is a third option for you. Something that only you can do. My job. K.R. gave Marshall Redwood an inquisitive look. The Marshall position is one that comes with incredible burdens, least of which is knowledge about the town that only the Marshall knows. As you realized, there has been a Redwood in this position since the founding of this town. Though your last name is not Redwood, you still carry Redwood blood within you. Since I have no kids, this burden of responsibility falls upon you. It's up to you to accept, but if you join the Bobs or the PTA, you cannot hold this position. As Marshall, you are the sole bastion of protection from those who try to do harm to it, from both inside and outside. Marshall Redwood said that with an emphasis on the word outside. If you choose to be a Marshall, you have to be free from outside corruption and influence. By joining the PTA or the Bobs, you can no longer be neutral in this situation. You don't have to decide right now, but if you'd like to, I can begin training you to take over this summer. K.R. didn't even hesitate in his response. This was the thing he was missing in his job as a detective. This was the thing that he was calling for him since the beginning. He was going to become Kit Russell, Marshal of Spencer's Fall. We now uh, bring you back to uh, the hospital waiting room. This bullshit uh, already where, in progress. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Kit Russell, Marshal of Spencer's Folly and surrounding environs uh, has just been introduced to Kit Russell, the real Marshal of Spencer's Folly and surrounding environs. Unkind. Just two Spider-Mans pointing at each other. You know, I always thought there should be two of me, but uh, I always thought I'd be involved in the process somehow. Wait, you, you, you don't know who I am? Yep. Well, uh, it would appear that you're carrying... My handle there, uh, which is curious, I must admit, so I know who I am. I don't know how you would be called that, except by an astounding coincidence or an act of malice by my power higher than myself. Um, okay, so, so I know, I know I look a little different, but things are really weird right now. I don't know why you look the same. You know, we went to school together. Uh, I had no idea you didn't know that there was a second kit, because I definitely knew I have a very weird name, and it's very, very weird to have someone else in the school with the same name as me. Kit. 
No, that's impossible. I kept a very low profile. You couldn't have known. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Adi? Yeah, yes, Adi? If, 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 if there's... I'll address my deputy. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes deputy? Sorry. If, if there's a second you, do you think he has a second me? Like, does he have a deputy Adi as well? Like... Uh, let's find out. Did they take our place? Have you somehow reproduced my deputy? Did you I, take our place? I'm I'm not a clone. I've I've, I've always been here. I, Did you I've, copy my dog, sir? Um, I I look at Adi and I ask, uh, "Was your dad? What's what was uh, what was Kr's dad's name again?" I'm not telling. Nigel, what nice. was Kr's dad's name again? <laughs> it's Bob. It's Robert. Was it Robert was Robert. No, I thought that was uh, that's Adi's dad's name. I'm He's sorry. Robert Oddwards. Who are you? Kr's dad's oh, name. What is Kr's dad's name? Is it David? Yeah, David sounds David right. David sounds right. David and Diane. Yeah, yeah. little Diddy. So, so I, I look <laughs> at Audie and I said, "Was your dad's friend with a guy named David Russell?" Uh, I think yeah, he might have been one of his like drinking pals. So yeah, that's my dad. Uh, can I roll a brains? Okay. Sure. <laughs> Roll a one. No, a three. Roll a three. Okay. I rolled a five. You definitely remember the, the, uh, that your dad had a friend named David Russell. Oh yeah! This is so weird. So, interesting familial connections aside, your claim that you went to school with us, as I'm sure you can imagine, strains credulity, uh, seeing as how you are, uh, you know, a, a grown man, and we remain younger still. And I will add that, coupled with some confusing statements we've heard, we find ourselves unsure of what precise time oh, we are. You guys are totally in the fucking future right now. Like, like ah! seriously, like you guys, you guys were stuck in a time pocket. You guys came back. It's what? like ten years since you guys have escaped. And I know this because you look exactly like how you did when you escaped. Oh, okay. Um, Nobody's. Why didn't anyone say so? I, I don't fucking future, know. Like all. this town is 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 like like they they specialize in hiding the truth from everybody. Uh, that's yeah, not that's what you true. get from me, though. I'm, I'm Kit Russell, and uh, pretty much anything that comes me into too. my brain just comes directly out of my mouth. Adi, <laughs> oh, you are you are related to Adi, aren't you? Adi uh, is hiding behind uh, uh, Kit right now. Oh, okay. Very, very comforting hand around the shoulder. Hey, deputy, deputy, it's okay. The future's I, nothing to be afeard of. I, Come on I, out. Um, I, I, I don't know what to do about this. This is, <laughs> this is a lot. Okay. Well, you're right. Can you, can you, do you know where my dad is or my mom? Like, I. Yeah. Your, your mom and dad are in town. Um. <gasps> I, okay, uh, can you guys have a seat? Like, we're gonna go over everything right now. Uh, so we're both on the same page, cause I have a lot of questions I wanna ask you guys, and I'm sure you have a lot of questions you wanna ask me. Cool. Pull out my notebook. Um, I, I just sit on the ground. Okay. Oh, deputy, come on up. Sit up here like a person. Alright. So. I want to I want to piece together a, a, a part of a story that I have been trying to piece together since the eighties. Kit, right? It's it's not that anymore. That's right. Okay, yeah. You had a confrontation with the PTA. Social services was yes. called. Social services took right. you away, and yeah, pretty much everybody in the town assumed you went on your happy way to go terrorize another another location. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Audie terrorize. That's one way to put that. Audie disappeared that night. And I find it very, very suspect that the same day that you disappear, Audie would disappear as well. Do you guys have any insight about what happened after social services picked you up? Yeah, we saved the town. What he said. Saved the town how? Oh, boy. Well, I I killed a vampire. I can tell you that. And then there was this scary guy that came out of nowhere, vampire? and like there's this eye bile thing, and like also we found this dead girl who's not a dead girl, but like she looks like a dead girl, but she's really okay. sweet. So so as you're saying girl. all this, uh, Kit Kit Russell, 
uh, KR has upgraded from his trapper keeper. He's got, he's got like <laughs> a full, like lawyer's portfolio thing. Uh, and he nice. just starts shoving out like, like random loose scraps of paper everywhere trying to, to find those corroborating pieces of evidence. Like you mentioned vampires and he's like, he's like, he's like pulling through, like pulling out different images. You can't really pay attention as they're going, but images mm-hmm. of monsters are flying out everywhere. Right. He's like, I, I, I didn't even know there were vampires in this town. There, there was seriously a vampire in this town? At least one, yeah. Wow, there was. Yeah. Yeah. Just... There was. Am I right, deputy? Hey! And we high five awkwardly. Yeah, we do. Can someone please explain to him that you guys didn't actually fight vampires? Because <laughs> that was explained I mean, to you that it was a dream world and that there weren't actually vampires. I mean, well, Phony Alan Moore said that the one place <laughs> the gods inarguably exist is in the minds of men. So in okay. what way was that not really fighting a vampire? KR believes that there's vampires in the town now, and he's scribbling that down on a piece of paper. Nightmare vampires, what I was, yep. I'm calling it. It's a nightmare vampire. Yep. Okay, okay. Where, where did the vampire come in? How did, how did you guys end up fighting vampires? Like, like I still don't understand how, where you ended up, how you got wherever you got, Audi. Where you sure. ended up, Kit. Like, why it's ten years okay. in the future. Okay. Should we just share notes at this point? I mean, like, I'm trusting you, but like, it's weird that he had your name and your position, even though you're the real one. And then, like, he's all of a sudden showing us doodles and like saying he knows our parents or whatever like i i still know yeah i don't either so here's the thing kit is extremely conflicted because on the one hand he wants to work with the office of the marshal not necessarily like authority writ large but definitely like marshal equals good in his head Mm. but this guy's also being kind of a dick um and He's also more informed than almost anyone else. What are you laughing at? How is he being a dick? Is it just, is it just like, like, like Kit Russell? Kit is just not used to someone being that direct and forward and not using like that, that, uh, flowery language around you. That he's just like, this no, is I happening know. and that's happening. No, he said he stuff. found it suspect, which means he suspects us of something. So what, what did he say that sounded that. suspect? Oh, he found well, it that suspect that we disappeared. I disappeared, the and then he disappeared. And oh then, no! Like... like the situation is sus. Not uh, not oh, you okay. guys. That just like like it's really weird. There's weird shit going on in this town. It's really weird that you disappeared okay. and then he disappeared. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck happened to you two that both of you ended up disappearing. Uh, okay, then you know what? I might, I might have misread him then, because, I mean, and, and this, this is not at you, Tony, but like all of your talk about the real kid, right? So it, it had him set up in my head as kind of adversarial, and that may not be true. Okay, never mind. Then you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take well, that. Well, no, like, like, I, 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 I appreciate your take on Kit's forwardness as rudeness, because it Can definitely I... could, could come off that. Way. I kind of like even the <laughs> idea of it's butting heads until like all the things he's pulling out. Like Kit, you, you're kind of piecing together. Like, and, oh wow, he's yeah. on the same side as us. And, and then, like, and then, and then the other thing is, is, is this is totally within Kr's character to be like, no, I'm the real marshal. That's my job. I got the title of it. <laughs> not like fuck you. Nah, you're not the right. marshal. It's just Kr's like. No, no, that's not how uh, this okay, shit cool. works. I'm the Martian. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, but, but cool. But realistically, this is stuff the character would, you, the character may not understand and know, cause, but you, the character, like you, the player would know. So play it however you see fit. Like, I'm completely fine with you mm. not really trusting this guy, cause he's definitely got a more chaotic energy than you. I think also, We've just sat here in the the past few days, not knowing anything, surrounded by people that are from other times, uttering nonsense, just yeah. to have this guy be like, "Here's the answers." We're like, "Hey, man, just take take it slow, like fucking chill out." We were just well, see, here's and here's the whole. I, I may have overestimated the extent, Thony, to which you are actively weaponizing the two Kit Russells thing against me, because you seem <laughs> oh, really that, gleeful that, about that. This is this is definitely this is definitely. Going to be an adversarial relationship. Oh, Casey, good! Regardless, you know how much I love conflict. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, like, what? Kit's authority has been shaken. 
was the marshal because the marshal gave him the position of marshal. And mm, every single right. person he has interacted with so far has not necessarily believed in his position, but has not ever directly challenged it, with the exception of right. the dream marshal in the thing. So all of right. a sudden, here's this guy with your name, with your position, who in his mind... And this is the other thing. He's He knows you guys. He's been studying you guys. You're friends to him. You're people he's known his entire life because he's oh my obsessed gosh, he's, about he's, you his entire he's life. He's listened to the podcast. That's so nice. Oh, this no. Is, it's a, a parasocial relationship. Stranger. He's added us a whole bunch. <laughs> this is this is a complete this is a complete stranger doing these things to you. Mm-hmm. Yes, an he's an adult friendly stranger. Right now, okay. But he's an adult stranger who is just a little too friendly, a little too excited about seeing you guys. Okay, cool. So Kit's gonna be a, a little wary of this guy, but um, he's the only one who seems to know what the fuck is happening. So yes, they compare notes. Uh, I imagine they uh, get some food at some point. And what have we what have we learned in putting all of our puzzle pieces together? No, I, I really want this conversation to happen as opposed to Out loud. time has passed. Fair uh, enough. Because I think we're abstract it. Very okay. good exposition also i'm going to be able to tell you guys what's been happening in this town and that's really what the intention of cool, these cool, two cool. episodes Fuck are, yeah okay cool you guys are going to that you guys were brought into town now you're going to get the info dump that's going to catch you up completely on where you are so next two episodes Ooh. we're going to do our world world building and then we'll mm. actually start the real story of what's Fuck yeah okay cool okay, cool, okay, cool. okay, okay. Hold on. all right so oh, okay. I, I shouted i shouted hold on sorry Hey, back off! Okay, look, it's, it's, you're coming on hot. Or you're coming on too strong. Like, I'm freaked out here, okay? Look, we almost got eaten by this damn forest thing, and like, yeah. we barely made it alive, and we found like, our friends who were dead, apparently, and wait, wait, a friend wait. that we made along wait, the way. What? We, wait. You guys went into the forest. Yeah, we did. Uh, I woke up the in the fuck, forest. How the fuck are you guys out of here? No, nobody, nobody who enters into the forest, nobody who enters into the forest comes out alive. Nobody. I have done research. Yeah. I have done stuff. I have, in every room. single case, I have been able to trace every single case and their disappearances in this town. And no single person well, who has entered through that threshold has ever come back. Sure. Sure. Well, sure. My, my sure. deputy raises an excellent point. You got I a waiting show room you full of down the hall. Yeah, we just are hanging out yeah. with a yeah. bunch of folks. That They're all accounted for. Are. Ow! And he he kind Ow. of spreads stuff out, uh, like like, and it's it's a little bit chaotic. But he starts like putting pieces together. It almost looks like a map of Spencer's Folly is spread I was say, out. So he's got a room full of crazy just crammed into this little Philofax yes. thing. Yes. I mean, it's not, nice. I'm talking about okay. like, like yay big, like, like definitely like something a lawyer would be. And, and he just keeps on, right. he keeps on like, like expanding it, getting a bigger one and just dumping the contents into the other one. That's so good. You want to know how we survive, sir? Yes. Because we're some of the best detectives in this town. That's how we survived. Okay. No look high five. Mr. Marshall. Coming from the best detective in this town, I believe you. Oh, that was nice. I wasn't expecting that. The most humble too. He, he spreads everything out, and he starts. <laughs> he starts like like it looks like a map, and he starts pointing out. He's like, I don't know if you guys know this, but there are monsters in this town. <laughs> we uh, yes, we we wow. we are aware. Thanks, last week's news. I mean, Wait. like that's great. Then he's like, he's like, wait, what monster did you guys see? Well, I told oh boy, you. um, okay, what well, did we see? Uh, okay, so there was there was a vampire, right? Right, yeah, nightmare vampire. Then there was um, there was the trees were real bad. You got anything on weird trees? We got the creepy no. people, creepy people that we no. weren't supposed to be like. We couldn't be out of the ordinary, otherwise they'd see us. There's that. Oh yeah, those trees. Ex- there's those the vines. There's like tendril things that like attacked us. Exactly the weird trees. Yeah, it was a creep. There was some big like big walking compost heap looking guy. Yeah, looked like uh compost looked like one of the one of the swamp trees from back down in the territory. What? Yeah, like the from Never Ending Story, the guy that ate rocks. He kind of had that like exactly yeah. look, except like not nice. Well, I assume that's accurate. Did he tell you a name? Did he talk to you at all? Uh no, it was pretty much uh. 
pretty much straight to punching with him. Although, from what we have managed to piece together, his name, well, um, I would prefer not to say it out loud for reasons of my uh, gastronomic comfort, but here, I have it written down if you want to look right here. Ozzy! Ozzy, right? It says Ozadara. Yeah, he he, he drinks audibly. Like he just like like it's like a deep like like kind of dumbfounded looking at that. Did you guys take a book with you into the forest? I took my PJs. Oh, 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 maybe. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we did. We we did. I did. I did. I took I took a book so and it you came guys in took handy, the book. and it. It availed us in uh, our efforts hey, to defeat will, Beyond Beast. I will also say I wait, didn't wait, take wait. Nothing. In your efforts to defeat him, yeah. What do you mean your efforts to defeat him? I mean we defeated him, you and it def- helped us you... to do so. Consumer, you defeated the consumer. How the fuck did you defeat the consumer? Well, Kit's really good at reading, and I well, helped. I try. It's true. That did Cat. Cat was a big help. Oh, Cat was the best boy. Notice he's like, everything makes sense now. He he starts pointing to things on the table. All of these spots in town are what I call uh-huh. time pockets. <laughs> time pockets, you say? So so he said, okay, okay, okay. Ozadra, the consumer. <laughs> and and I point, I point to, damn I it. like, I slam my hand on that area of the forest. <laughs> Every damn sits time. on top, sat on top of a pool of what I can, can draw, what I can describe as freaky magic shit. <laughs> oh, he's probably talking about the wayward lines or whatever. What is probably, it? yeah. You mean? And I go flippity flippity flop flop flop, and I I pull up my chart of the ley line convergence. Yeah, I mean that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The freaky magic pool of shit right over there. That sounds real smart. Yeah. <laughs> the Thank FMP you. O- M P. Um, he 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 says, Ozadra's presence, combined <laughs> with the magical energy of the pool, has created what uh-huh. I would like to describe as a freaky giant monster magnet that has yeah, all right, slowly I can buy that. crept into this town since its founding, possibly before. Who knows how long these fucking things have lived in? Um. Uh, there's a giant lizard thing that lives under the lake. I don't know if it's still there anymore, but I definitely oh, slid down a slide that's fine at one point. Uh, also, Big giant, uh, giant volcano also beneath the lake. Don't know if you guys knew that. I knew it! Beneath- <laughs> okay. Wait, I wait a minute. knew wait it! A minute. That's Give the me an A Ask the man. now! Ask the man the question, Audie. Is it a man-made thing or is it a natural occurring thing? I don't fucking know. Like, are man-made... Well, what good are you then? <laughs> Research continues. More study is needed. Okay, like on okay, whether okay. tobacco is bad for us. I have a I have a conversation with a principal coming up. I tell you so, what, uh, we're gonna get you. When that the town was founded, uh, our good friends at the PTA uh, started fucking shit over for everybody. Um, Audie is visibly uh, a little tense when he said that. Yeah, that sounds right. Um. We discovered in the course of our investigation that the the PTA was up to some stuff that, at best, could be described as skullduggerous. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it, it doesn't surprise me to hear that they were involved in something larger and darker. It's only gotten worse. Uh, I'm going to warn you guys oh, right good. now. Um, and they're intertwined with some other nefarious shit. But, 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 you guys being here changes everything. So the PTA... Oh systematically, along with the Bobs, has been capturing right. all of these monsters. There's no place to put Ooh. a monster. You can't put a monster in a cage and leave it in a monster zoo somewhere in town. That could be fun. But they could trap it in the times that they existed. So Ooh. all throughout town, there's, I don't know, a pocket dimension? I don't know if that's the best way to describe it. A time hole, a, a time pocket... Whatever, there are chunks of areas in the town that once you go into, time ceases to work as normal. Like time forgets? Okay. This is where I think you guys come into similar situations as everybody else in the room, including me. When I was a teenager, 
uh, I took a wrong turn in the library at school, and I had a conversation with something that still haunts my nightmare. Librarian. I wish it was a librarian. He was definitely a librarian of something, just not anything you want to read. Taking notes, furious notes. Um, following suit. He really wanted to be my friend. Aww. He was definitely not the kind of person I wanted to be friends with. Me and my friends have yeah, managed to feeling. escape. We thought what? we were in there for five minutes, ten minutes. When we came out, three weeks had gone by. So you're telling me, you're telling me it's three weeks later than when we went into that forest? That is the future, so that's how math works. No, it's been a decade, guys. The fact that you guys look exactly the same as you did the last time I saw you in school, wearing the exact same outfit you were wearing. I mean, I guess not. You're in hospital. Well, not clothes. me. I'm in a... Yeah. <laughs> I was didn't say. As well. <laughs> His ass is showing. I forgot. <laughs> oh, no. Sad. Little Calvin motherfucker. Yeah. The fact, the fact that you guys... You guys, like, are, are here right now looking not a day older than when you both left means, to me at least, that you got trapped in a time pocket. I don't know. How long did you feel like you were in the forest for? Oh, about three episodes? Yeah, give or take. Hate you both. Yeah. You're both fired. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm punishing you guys. Both of you have a minus Uh-oh. three on your next roll. No, we have not been what informed of this. Calm down, fucking. None of these fucking mid- demerit bullshit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck okay. it, keep it Holy in then. Shit. <laughs> Holy <laughs> such a big hit. Yep. Just make sure I you mad. for something stupid, and that won't I hope really affect worth it. you. We'll see what happens. Well, you know, what? <laughs> you know what's interesting, Tony? You know what's interesting is that you seemed really determined not to let me just collect crunchy points for bullshit anymore, and yet you just handed me a way to do so. <laughs> yeah, fair. I'll say this. I think it was like a day that we were in there. Like, I, I'm, it's kind of yeah. hard for me because I, I woke up in the forest. I didn't volunteer to go in there, and so... Yeah, it sounds about right. Um, yeah, how you guys reckon time up here outside of the territories is weird, but I, I think about a day does sound right. What, what, do you come from Guam? Is that where you're from? Yes, I come from Guam. Is that a problem? I'm a U.S. citizen. Um, he looks at Adi and said, so here's what I was able to piece from my side. Mm. Um, the PTA, um, Willingly sacrifices children, or at least sacrifice oh, children, to Ozadra the consumer. <laughs> every ah, few years, decades. Every time. In order to have him gain power so he could eventually escape, rule the universe for an infinity, blah, blah, blah. Doesn't mm. matter. Uh, not rule, consume, from what we when understand. When your mom quit the PTA, the PTA took it personally, and... Took you out as punishment for her. Or at least tried to. Did you do anything what? that night that stopped you from being drawn all the way into the mouth of the consumer? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. I was so freaked out because I thought there's other various vampires and, like, scary things that wanted to eat me and stuff. That I ended up, like, chewing on this piece of bark that I got when I traveled out to the forest by myself. And, like, I... <sighs> Like that's and like Delia did the same thing except she did it with tea. It's what she told us. Like wait, wait, yeah. who's Delia? That's she's a little girl. That girl. She's watching TV in yeah, the other we room. We wanted to bring her with, but the, yeah, she the was way too invested in or whatever was extremely rude. Yeah, D- Delia. What's Delia's last name? Uh, dead girl. Span. Uh, Span. Oh, I see my notes. Hold on. Spangler. No, Samsonite. I was way off. Spence. Spence what? Spencer? Spence, I, Delia Spencer. I, you have no, Delia Spencer. Spencer. Yeah, I, that's, I think that's, that's something she muttered or like cooled or what do how do girls talk? Right. Look, you guys there was a lot going on. There wasn't a lot of time for introductions. You guys definitely know that you guys went to the Spencer homestead. You guys know that Delia was the daughter of of Spencer, Jonathan Spencer, the guy who. Okay, found all right, we're goofing, we're goofing. All right, let's. Yeah, last name Spencer. Yeah. 
Like the town? She's pretty cool. S- Rad. Yeah, the, the, right for a dead the girl. daughter, the daughter, the daughter, the daughter, the the daughter of the founder of the town was found in the well, forest alive. Uh, I mean, as alive based as on what you're telling me now, yeah, re-temporal whatnot, and again, yeah, alive for certain definitions. I mean, that that would seem to be a reasonable conclusion to draw. Yeah, um, we can weeks, bring her months. in to meet you if you should like. We'll talk later. How long did she did she say she was in the forest for? Yeah, like two fortnights or something. Something funny like that. I thought she said like a couple of months. She said it was something hard to reckon moons. time because the the moon didn't work right there or something. Yeah, but she was there for she was there for some time. She was like Robinson Crusoe style living there. Yeah, hanging out in a cave or something. It scared the hell out of me when I saw her. <laughs> So it was pretty good. Whatever Ozadra, like the time dilation in the forest is probably please different than 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 any other place in Spencer's Folly. And you guys said you defeated him. It is at the crux of the ley line, so it would make sense that whatever effects resulted from ley line interference or radiation or whatever would be the strongest there. And yes, I would say defeated. Notice I would not say destroyed, but we we got out its attempt. Yeah, we yeah, defeated like, look, it in single combat. Certainly, we were working on a case of like missing kids, and like yeah. your, my fellow classmates are going, and so that's what led us there. And unfortunately. We found them. As you guys are talking, yeah. uh, Kit Russell is balled up like a ball of paper and he set it in the middle of the map. He starts pulling out red strings and like taping the red strings to the ball and then taping the red strings to all of these different, like all these things that he's laid out, all of these different scenarios. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of yarn. So you guys keep talking, but he's going to be doing that in the process. So you're looking for your, your, uh, <laughs> your, your missing classmates. Uh, yeah, and I say, it, I say, started. were those missing classmates Carly Figueroa and Franny Frosh? Um, yeah. Those are them, Franiel Gillenfrosh. Yeah. Absolutely. The one so, everybody forgot about, by the way. I, he's like, I, I was the person who led the ceremony to try to stop this from happening. Uh, oh. I don't know if you guys were there oh. that night that it happened, but I was the guy in the robe on top of the, on top of the statue saying all those creepy, Weird words that I didn't understand. Oh, that was you. Uh, no, we weren't, th- we weren't there, but a friend of ours, Chad McChad was. Right, yeah. Oh, Chad McChad almost died, but he did it because of some weird ghost people that possessed a bunch of people, uh, back in the day. But that's for another story. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah. He's like, okay, so so he does this. He's frantic. It looks crazy. He looks like a crazy person. He looks like you're talking to a crazy person. Right. He says, okay. okay. When in reality, yeah, he he's just been proven right about a lot of shit after yes. decades of being told he was right. Yeah, it's what any of us would do. <laughs> so, and I so, would like the record to show that as soon as as soon as Kit realizes he was the one, he was on the other side of this trying to help. He he warms a little bit. His yeah. suspicion is definitely not gone, but is beginning to thaw. He's like, okay. So he does this thing, and he says it's a it's an amalgamation of tape. Like like he finishes, he's like, okay. So I have a working theory about what's going on and why there is a hospital room full of people from different decades, different centuries, uh, all mm-hmm. together with you guys. Time's okay. dilated in the forest. So however long it took you to defeat that thing, whatever time it was is now. So by the time you defeated okay. it or whatever, it's this day, the present, that's when it was defeated. So he says, okay. Oh, okay. That so, thing like, the- so we didn't, we didn't save 1980X. We saved 1990X. I don't think you saved anything. I think oh, our lives are got a lot to get, about to get a whole lot worse. So oh. he points to that, he points to that, that blob in the middle, that piece of paper with all the red strings. Mm-hmm. So picture that thing in the middle to be Ozadra. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Zadra's mm-hmm. sitting upon the pool of ley providing magical power throughout the town mm-hmm. that enables these pockets to exist. So, okay. You guys do some weird shit with something. I don't know how you guys defeated it. How did you guys defeat it? We read a book and we we read a book and there was maybe the ghost of the um original marshal to say real marshal but but thinks 
you know what? Let's uh, classic. Can, can I roll a grit? Yeah. Can I roll a grit to see if he can stop himself from saying real Marshall? Oh, this is perfect. Yeah. Uh, roll an eight. Hooray. What's your grit? Who? My grit is twenty. Your grit okay. is a twenty. So, uh, you need to roll a fifteen, and that's with your minus okay. three. So normally you would roll a twelve in this situation, but you got to roll a fifteen. Right okay. Now. Trying to crack a fifteen. First roll of the season is a nineteen. Wow. Nice. Come out swinging. So the um. Our predecessor, uh, the marshal previous to both you and I, um, his, he was able to give us some help in the form of a knife, which, uh, I can't remember if I still have on me. Phony? Uh, yeah, you do. Everything is still on you. The book is still Okay, on. well, I mean, you it would be with the my book stuff, on you like too, it. by the way. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah, uh, this here knife, shing. <laughs> he pulls out of his ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Accidentally cutting well, no, the back. I I've... <laughs> yep. No, no, no. Um, it's a, a, in the form of a, a knife, um, that is with the rest of my stuff out, um, out in the, you know, the common room there. In addition to the book, um, we were able to use a spell of some kind. And I'll be honest, I'm not sure what 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 change it did manage to affect. I'm not sure if it banished it. I'm not sure if it bound it. All I know is that it stopped it. Well, at first it turned into a house. Yeah, and that the was house weird. tried to eat us. Yeah. It was really weird. Had googly Real eyes. gotten real aggressive. It hurt my yeah. shoulder. But we we brought down the house. Whatever it did in the spell book got rid of it. Okay. He grabs, cool. He's like, it was banished from this. And he grabs the he grabs the the that little wad of paper with all the strings and he rips it off and all of the pieces of paper that were attached to it rip in half oh and he throws okay. it to the side whatever was in that ley line whatever was in that ley line pool is no longer there and all oh. of the power that has and he's kind of he's kind of hanging it like like it's like an octopus thing kind of uh-huh. hanging in his hand all of mm-hmm. the power that has seeped into the town Went with it. Which means every single pocket dimension, time pocket, monster holding cell, whatever you want to call it, oh. in this town oh, has no. been ripped open. We opened the cages. Well, you we opened, opened cages. all the cages. So all of these people uh-huh. who may think they've only been in these areas for minutes, Days, weeks, but were actually days, months, years, centuries, exited those, those areas. And I would bet, uh, I would bet my weekly recurring lunch date with the mayor, uh, to that those monsters came out with them. <sighs> Oh, so you should be all right. asking all those people if they know what monsters they saw. That could be the first thing, so that we can at least get a. That's an. We collect Deputy, all those you're things. So good at this, yeah. And here is really where to collect the problem. I witness comes. a pounce. Oh. <sighs> As the marshal of Spencer's Folly, I am burdened with a knowledge that nobody else in town knows. So sorry to hear. Okay. I'm sharing it with you guys because of our shared experiences and because I know that you guys can provide some insight into me into figuring out what's going on. You're going to tell us a secret? We are, we are bound. However, well, I, I... you've told, I've told you the secret. Oh. This does not leave the room. I am not in control of the town. The PTA isn't really in control of the town anymore, anymore either. The Bobs are still doing the Bob thing as like like as optimistically idiotic as their their mission is to begin with optimistic but the powers that be don't want this out right now and there's nothing i can do about it so the powers that be do they know that you are investigating these matters no okay do they know that we're here and we they are well aware of what is happening, but not of the particulars. No, they know everything. 
Oh, wow. They know we we personally, individually are here? Yeah. The hospital informs them. Frig. Oh, that's a HIPAA violation, but all right. Their mission is to bring the town forward into the 20th century. 21st century, which is coming up soon. And something like this right now is uh, against what they're trying to accomplish. Look, monsters are just the last thing this town needs right now. So the PTA, the Bobs, Adi, your parents know nothing about this. And I am powerless to say anything. Eventually, it will come out that this is happening, but they want to make sure all of their ducks are in a row before anything gets spilled out. It's why you guys have been on lock and key. It's why nobody has said anything to you. They don't know. I'm using my privileges as a marshal to hide everybody from this conversation between us, but... This is where we're at, right? And by the time they get those ducks in a row, it'll be too late to notice that those ducks have been floating into the waiting mouth of an alligator. And yeah. if you, yeah, and if you walk like a duck and talk like a duck and look like a duck, people are going to think you're a duck. So yeah, even though that's fucking racist and not an excuse for assuming things about people. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I know, right? I just don't want people thinking I'm a duck. <laughs> God, I love you, Nigel. <laughs> okay. So let me get this straight. We have no support. We have no official standing. We have no resources but the information that we have gathered ourselves. It's you, and it's us. And we have to stop everything that's coming. I'm not entirely sure how we're going to do it to begin with, but yes, it's you, it's me. We can't necessarily trust anybody else in town except us right now. Well, I can definitely confirm that I am armed and ready, and I shake my cast. Absolutely. You know what? We've been separated from the system. Everything we thought we could trust, every authority we thought had our best interest in mind, has betrayed us, has sold us out, has used us as, in some cases, and he looks down at Adi, literal fodder for monsters. So you know what? You can stay Marshall. Kit takes his badge off, puts it on the table, sticks out his hand. Kit Russell, private eye. <laughs> oh, and Adi Ed- Edwards, special agent ninja. <laughs> he shakes both your hand and says, uh, take it from a private eye. It's not as glamorous as a job as you think it is. Oh, God damn it. Can I have one thing? <laughs> You should have gone with the Special Agent Ninja. We will leave it off at that. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to Peculiar Objects. I know this was a very, very exposition-heavy episode, but I wanted to put everything front forward so that when we do our world building uh, next episode, you guys are all on the same page with uh, some of the changes that have happening and some of the directions that the season is going. Uh, if you like our podcast, yeah. please subscribe to our podcast network uh, so you can listen to more of this podcast because this is the only podcast that is currently in production right now. That's not to say that the Gerald Field yeah. Report won't be in production in the future. But right now, this or is the various other producing. Um, right, right. If you like us, you can follow us on Twitter. Fun with fungus. Uh, I am at El Chupacabra DLX. Casey is at Night Springs Radio, Night Springs FM, FM. Night Springs at Night Springs FM, and Nigel is at Nigel Collins 87. Please subscribe Sometimes. to our Patreon feed uh, so you can listen to us talk about racist magicians uh, during mm. the pre show, something that you won't get in yeah. the regular show. As well as no. some really good pistachio recommendations. Your uh, your funding is going to help us with our advertising. Uh, we are hoping to spread the gospel of peculiar objects out far <laughs> and wide to the, all the reaches of the earth. Uh, but we need your money yep. and support to do so. Uh, your funds help pay for my fancy new microphone, Audie's bonitis disease, oh, yeah. and Thank other you. things that we yep. need uh, to keep this podcast. Kit's private detective close. license. Yeah. It's expensive. Yep. Getting a guard card is very expensive, especially if you have no that actual really paperwork uh, in any point yep. in time in this 
Well, no, he, Kit has paperwork. It's it's just very old <laughs> by this point. Also, and there's a huge gap in his official presence. And this is this is how it sounds when Adi winks. So please donate. It's very important cause to us. Yes. Um, that's it, guys. I hope you enjoyed listening to this. Uh, please tune in next week for uh, the exciting world building episode uh, that Ooh. usually happens at the beginning, but is now happening in episode two. I feel like Snake Plissken. Take care, everybody. Yeah. Bye, Cue everybody. Bye, all our buddies. What would you say? Spooky grunge music? Yeah, I like that. You said spooky grunge music last boy time. Bands. I think, like, the spooky... I was going to say spooky boy band, I think, would be pretty good. There was that big Neo Swing revival in the 90s. Yeah. Oh, so, like, gosh. Spooky nut zippers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Zoot suit spooky. Yeah. The yeah. W's. <laughs> Which is a Christian swing band that I was super into. Anyways, bye everybody. Wow. Hi, Cue spooky scar! <laughs>